the whole summer, it was like the worst heat wave. So it's about 118 degrees, and I'm sleeping without a stitch on. And all of a sudden, I hear the screaming from outside. So I go tearing out, stark nude, and this church bus is broke down, and there's these three vamps feasting on half the Baptists in South Boston. So I waste the vamps, and the preacher comes up, and he's hugging me like there's no tomorrow. When all of a sudden, the cops pull up, and they arrested us both. Wow, they should film that story and show it every Christmas. God, I could eat a horse. Isn't it crazy how slaying just always makes you hungry and horny? Well, sometimes I, I crave a non-fat yogurt afterwards. Everybody and welcome to another episode of Boys Watching Buffy. We're just two boys watching every episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer for the first time, giving our review, giving our reactions. We're your hosts. I am Joe Welke. I am Vance. And today we're talking about season three, episode three, Faith, Hope, and Trick, directed by James A. Contner, written by David Greenwalt. The original air date was October 13th, 1998 to an audience of 5.46 million people. And this episode continues the Vance victory lap tour across the world in so many fucking ways. (laughs) And I have to reiterate, I have never seen this show before. I I just watch a lot. I just watch a lot of TV and just kind of understand story arcs. I mean, it's creepy how on point your predictions from our bonus episode. I know. It's creepy. Like down to like episode counts of stuff. Yeah. I I was thinking like when we had to do predictions for the bonus for like what season three would be. I'm like, what? How how are we supposed to guess this stuff? Yeah. (laughs) Like, I don't know what they're going to do. I don't even I don't know if I even predicted anything because I remember just like asking you a bunch of questions about the, your your predictions. There was but, something there was something you predicted, I think, that came, comes in this episode, I think. But um, specifically in this episode, it was just like hit after hit after hit. And I was just like, this is unreal, dude. <laughs> I just I just know uh, TV story arcs, man. Yeah. Um, I got to give a big kudos to Vance on that. And if you yeah. haven't listened to the bonus episode, go listen to that and <laughs> see how creepy accurate this shit is. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I We do have to do a little housekeeping from last episode. Okay. We had a question about the end scene where I said Giles said Supreme Court yeah, for getting Buffy back in. You said he uh, said what? The state? I, th- I think he said state uh, council or state officials or something. The exact quote is, I'm going to take this to the state Supreme Court. Oh, so we're both wow. Right. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> also, that's insane. One girl yeah. being expelled from school is not a state Supreme Court. Well, also, maybe if it was in, like, Rhode Island or something. (laughs) But this is California. (laughs) The economy is, like, the 10th... The state of California's economy is, like, the 10th largest economy in the world if it was a nation. (laughs) Yeah. And he's like, "Um, Buffy, Buffy Summers can't get into school for her senior year? And they're like, fly this up. (laughs) We're going to go take this straight to trial. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's hilarious that we were both on it. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. That makes me feel better about not having as many predictions correct yeah. as and you. And I was like, I know I heard of State Supreme Court. <laughs> I know I heard it. All right. Well, now I'm feeling better. I'm feeling better about my All life right. and where we're at. And uh, let's get into the episode, huh? Yeah. All right. So episode opens up with uh, Willow being pumped to be a senior in high school and jazzed about eating lunch off campus because that's a thing that seniors are able to do at Sunnydale High. <laughs> she is really uh, freaking out about like having this ability to go off campus as if she hasn't done the craziest stuff the last two seasons. I know. I know. She <laughs> makes out with a werewolf. Like that's her boyfriend. <laughs> Is a werewolf, and she's like, "This is this neat. I get to have lunch off campus." <laughs> like, I love that she's still like, "I don't know about breaking the rules. What if they change it?" I'm like, "You have done so much rule breaking. Yeah. You've hacked into like government facilities. Yeah, from you've school. looked up, you've looked up kids' like private <laughs> health information. <laughs> going, going like across the street. Yeah, is, is too much. Yeah." Yeah, but then they eventually drag her out and uh, expelled Buffy is still expelled and she's setting up a picnic for everybody and they're all like, whoa, Buffy. Uh, and then, oh, and as they're walking there, it's Cordelia, Xander, Oz, and Willow. And they're like, oh, maybe we should not be all coupley around Buffy because, you know, she just had to stab her boyfriend in the heart in order to save the world. Mm -hmm. And they're like, okay. So they all uncouple. And then they walk over and they're like, whoa, Buff, where'd you learn how to do all this great cooking? And she's like, I have a lot of time on my hands now that I've been expelled from school. She's like, it's been like three days, hasn't it? <laughs> I love that she showed back up in Sunnydale the day school was starting. Right. Like, Isn't that they nice? love school so much. Yeah. And then they're just basically kind of chit-chatting while they're all doing this picnic. Mm -hmm. And then some guy named Scott Hope walks by. And this is a big crux of this episode. And Willow's like, hey, Buffy, check it out. It's Scott Hope. He always had a, such a huge crush on you. And he always wanted to talk to you, but he was too nervous. And he always thought that you were so hot. Uh, maybe you should go out with Scott Hope. And Buffy's like, uh, I don't know. I'm still a little traumatized from the whole stabbing my boyfriend who is a vampire in the stomach in order to save the whole world from a demon that would unleash hell on things. And Willow's like, well, you got to move on sometime. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then Xander calls her like a, a little slut or something. He oh, jokingly like, calls her a slut and then yeah, she punches him. Because there's something about like Willow's like, oh, do that little flirty smile thing that you do. And yeah. Scott walks by and, she, and he's like, hi, Buffy. And she does kind of do that, I guess. And yeah. he walks off. And Cordelia has my favorite line in this scene. She goes like he didn't try and slit our throats, so I think that's a plus. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love the self-referential, like yo, everybody is fucked up here. Yeah, right. <laughs> Everything is fucked up here. Yeah, everybody is a vampire potentially. Yep, or Every, a werewolf. Everyone's a murderer. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, then Zender's like, oh, there's that little smile, you little slut or whatever, and yeah. then she just whacks him in the arm, and he's like. Oh fuck, that really yeah. <laughs> I love that she really hit him full force. Yeah. yeah. And then uh Buffy's like, I don't know, man. I don't think I can date right now. I just got back to Sunnydale and 
I just want things to go back to normal. And I want to have a normal life and do normal kid shit. And it was like normal stuff like dating. <laughs> Willow's gotten so boy crazy since she like she it's, wants to be like home, like set her up or, or yeah. something. It's those people that they get in a relationship and then they want everyone else to get in a relationship. With yeah. Them. Just yeah. like with people that have kids. Yeah. Or get married. Yeah. Like, you gotta get, when you get married, yeah. when are you having kids? It's like they joined an elite group by being in a relationship or being married. And now they're like, oh my God, I'm in that group. And now I need to bring other people in. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. No, thanks. Uh, so then we cut to a nighttime scene where there is a limousine pulling up to a fast food place that looks absolutely terrifying. It, like the mascot in this. It's called Happy so Burger. Happy it's burger. so scary looking. Yeah. It's this it, paper mache, like looks like it was done by like a 15 year old. <laughs> it looks so terrifying. But there is a black dude named Mr. Trick and a guy that's hidden in shadows. And I don't know who plays Mr. Trick, mm-hmm. but it's like he's doing an Arsenio Hall impression, it seems like. Yeah, I was like, oh, great. Here's another uh, black character for the show with a crazy accent, it seemed yeah. like. And it, towards the end, his accent kind of goes away a bit. And it, yeah. he's just normally like a dude. But I was like, what are we doing here right now? Yeah. Starts out with this insane accent. I also thought he might be the mayor. I really oh, that would have been hilarious. Be That's what I, I kind of thought when, we first, when he first yeah, pulled up, too. Yeah, I was like, yes, this will be interesting. But no, he gets there and he's talking to this shadowed figure and he's like, man, I think Sunnydale is the place to stay. This place has a high murder rate. Uh, People go missing all the time and nothing ever happens and nobody, nothing ever gets solved. Maybe we should stay here for a while and just kind of run the town. And then the shadowy figure's like, no, you know what we're doing here. We need to get revenge. And then his hand comes out from the shadows and he has like a pig hoof or something. <laughs> Which is so dumb. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it looks so stupid. <laughs> the, um, the logic behind it is so insane. Um, yeah. yeah. And so they order the fast food. Well, and He orders a diet soda. Just a diet Coke. That's it. Yeah. I've never even heard of... I mean, maybe people do this. I mean, I could justify it if it was like Taco Bell and you can only get Baja Blast at Taco Bell or if something. If you're one of those people that needs your like McDonald's coffee in the morning, mm. sure, maybe. Yeah. But a soft drink drive through Yeah. That is psychopath behavior. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, you know how like uh, in the show, anyone that smokes is a bad guy? Yeah. If you order. Anyone that just orders a Diet Coke through a drive through is like head evil. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is insane behavior. Uh, so they, they they pull up to the window and the guy's like giving him his food. And he's like, hey, thanks a lot, man. And this is when Mr. Trick turns full vampire and just snatches this fucking guy out of the drive through window. Yeah, well. And pulls him into the limo and starts feasting. Well, for the other demon, uh, the hooved. The hooved vampire demon is yeah. like, oh, I don't care about staying in this town. I'm going to kill the Slayer and then I'm going to get revenge for what she did to me. Eat her heart, drink her blood, and then suck the marrow from her bones. And then he's like, oh, now you made me hungry. 
and then he yeah. grabs the guy out of the thing. And I'm like, yeah. if that wasn't your plan to just grab this guy, why are you at a drive-thru for the soda? It's like he wasn't <laughs> even going to do that at first. Well, it's also like somebody else is in that restaurant. There has to be somebody else in that working that They restaurant. drive with the guy hanging out of the car. Yeah, his legs are like off. kicking and shit out of the window. <laughs> uh, the driver's like, oh, do I just pull away now, I guess? Okay. <laughs> Yeah, who's driving? <laughs> I don't know. It's so who's dumb. the vampire it's, chauffeur? <laughs> it's so silly. <laughs> oh, man. And then we finally get the return of the bronze. Yeah. We haven't been to the bronze yet this... Oh, wait. Oh, yeah, we yes, have. we have. Yeah, we we have. were at the first yeah. episode. Yeah. yeah we've been it was here. depression night at the bronze yeah. or whatever. Um, but we're at the bronze and Buffy is dancing with Angel in yet another dream sequence yeah it's a slow dance the ring uh, like they're slow dancing all the buffy's friends are there watching too for yeah, some there's reason there's no band there though which yeah, is yeah and there's music, there's music playing. playing uh and then like the ring that she has falls on the ground yeah the clotter ring that angel yeah. gave to her and he's like how could you yeah he picks it up and like squeezes it in his hand his hand starts to bleed which would be impossible there's yeah. no way to squeeze that that much I mean, if he's got pretty intense fingernails, maybe. I mean, so his nails are doing it, but not the ring cutting in. Yeah. Um, well, then he starts bleeding from the stomach, and there's no way that would happen. Well, that's where he was. <laughs> that's where he was stabbed. Uh, so yeah, he starts bleeding from the stomach. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "How could you do this to me? I thought you loved me." No, and I she's do. like, "I do." And then she wakes up and is yeah. just like, oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, oh, but before that, he becomes a zombie in the dream. Like, he becomes like an undead. Demon face. Like, yeah. Weird. Yeah. Uh, so then Buffy wakes up and she goes to her little drawer that's next to her bed. And she's got the clotter ring on a necklace, which is very nice. And then the mom comes in. She's like, hey, it's time to go have our meeting with Principal Snyder. It's a I was like, didn't we just up. have this? Yeah, it's a straight close-up of the mom. It's like a scary jump scare wake-up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was like, yeah, she was like, oh, I'm going to go talk to Miss Principal Snyder today. And I'm like, what? How is... Didn't you guys just have a conversation and the guy was super creepy? Yeah, I don't know what changed. Well, yeah, I guess we, we do find out what, yeah. what's changed. Uh, uh, Snyder tells him that he has terms for her re-entry. She must pass all of her tests that she missed last year. Uh, she needs to get a glowing letter of recommendation from someone that's not an English librarian in the school. <laughs> and then there was a third thing I just didn't really pay attention to. Yeah, I forget. I don't know. She has to do cartwheels, backflips, who knows. Yeah. Uh, and uh, <laughs> and then they taunt Principal Snyder like, ha ha, uh, you got overruled by the school board and and you it seems like you can't really do your job and why do you even have a job if you're overruled so easily and then the mom stands up and he goes i think what my daughter's trying to say is na 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 boo boo in your face so lame <laughs> it was so lame but not as lame as what happens next so buffy and her mom walk out of snyder's office mm-hmm. and then snyder Gets a phone call or like a page from his secretary or something. She goes, Principal Snyder, 
it's the mayor. And then he looks kind of like, oh, no. <laughs> and my thing is this. The mayor is calling the principal of a high school. <laughs> yeah. And he doesn't have the power with the mayor in his ear to mm-hmm. keep Buffy out of school. Mm-hmm. And like, I know we'll find out later in future episodes why what all this is about. But it's enough already. Yeah. You can't just keep dropping the mayor's name and it not be and then not tell us like give us a little hint of what the dynamic is. Yeah. Like, I mean, we ha- we're still so much in the dark. We know that he knows they're on the hellmouth. But why does the mayor care if Buffy's in school or not? I don't know, man. Yeah, and like that's, they're building that's it up I, so they're building it up so much that I don't know if it's going to land. That's why I said that the only reasonable or logical thing is like if he's like i wanted you out of school to focus on slaying like he has like i don't i just don't know what could possibly happen and the people that have that love the show and know what's happening are yeah. like no <laughs> you're right. god you're so far off <laughs> yeah. but i just like but, i don't like them teasing like the mayor's on the phone i'll call the mayor i'm gonna call the mayor i want you to call the mayor like he wanted, we haven't even last episode he wanted them to call the mayor he was like, I'd love for you to do that. Yeah. And somehow the mayor let the school board let her back in. Wouldn't the mayor supersede that? I would. I mean, even if they had a scene where Snyder picks up the phone and he's like, hello, Mr. Mayor or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then just like you hear silence and goes, yeah, everything's going as planned or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. We got to have something. Like, there's too little known about the mayor. <laughs> they just keep dropping him in. Like, there's a mystery. Hang yeah. Tight. It's like, all right. I can't wait to find out about this mayor. That is, and this mayor thing has been going on since the third episode of season two. Yeah. It's a long time. It's a whole... We're in the third episode of season three now. Yeah. This is 22 episodes. Yeah. Of not knowing anything about the mayor. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Yeah, I mean, I can't wait to figure that shit out. Yeah. But uh, not today. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, so Willow and Buffy go to the library and they talk about Giles being mad about something. And he does this click, click thing when he's mad. And they're kind of like making fun of Giles. And little do they know Giles is like overhearing all of this. And they're like, oh, no. Um, so basically Giles is like, hey, uh, I need to do some more research about Akathla. And everything that went down when you killed Angel. Mm-hmm. Um, so I need you to tell me all of the details about all this stuff. And Buffy's like, okay, sure. All right. I guess I have to go into detail. The most traumatic thing that I've experienced in my entire fucking life. Other than dying at the Other hands of that. the master. <laughs> all right. So, and then Giles is like, can you provide more details? Give me these details. What was the lineup? Blah, blah, blah. And Buffy basically tells them everything. Mm-hmm. And he's like, all right, good to know. This will help with me and my... He, he's like, I need to make sure that the portal is actually closed and yeah. we need to do some kind of spell binding ritual or something. Mm-hmm. And that's it. And then Buffy leaves because she has to take a makeup test or something. Mm-hmm. And Willow is like, Giles, maybe I can help with this spell binding thing. I've been like doing a lot of witchcraft on my own and research. And Giles is like, wait, how much witchcraft have you been doing? And she's like, not, not a whole lot. I mean, yeah. making stuff float and, and having demons open the portals to hell and all that. I mean, that was cool, but like, I barely do that. Yeah. And he's like, please stop. Yeah. 
it's like, I don't want you to fucking die. <laughs> oh, it's uh, so but great. Willow won't won't leave school without permission. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. She's she's being taken over by demons, but uh, she's worried about having that lunch. Yeah. Principal <laughs> Snyder still scares her. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, so then we go to the actual bronze. We're finally at the real bronze in this episode. Uh, Willow and Oz are making out, and Buffy shows up. She's like, don't let me interrupt you guys. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, whoops, sorry, Buffy. Uh, and then they're like, hey, look who's over there. It's Scott Hope. Scott Hope's over there. You should go talk to Scott Hope. And Buffy's like, I'm really not ready for this, guys. <laughs> I had this whole traumatic thing with my last boyfriend. I had to stab him to close a portal of hell. I don't really know if I'm ready for this. <laughs> And then he shows up and he's like, hey, Buffy, uh, Willow told me that you were going to come over here and that you might be interested in uh, dancing with me. So you want to go dance? And then Buffy's like, ah, 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 I don't know. Uh, Maybe. uh, Yeah, maybe not. I don't know. And then Scott Hope's like, you know what? I'm going to go stand by the dance floor. And if you want to dance with me, uh, just come over to the dance floor. And he walks away. Yeah. That's the right move. That's the right move. Yeah. 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 Uh, I got to give big ups to Scott Hope in this episode. He's like a very logical person. Logical, likable. Mm-hmm. Don't know what he's going to be like in the future if he's in more. Yeah. But uh, yeah, right now, just uh, he j- he seems like a teenage boy. Yeah. Um. So Willow and Oz are like, oh, you should really give Scott Hope a try. And Buffy's like, yeah, maybe. And then Cordelia and Xander show up. And Cordelia makes fun of this couple that have been dancing on the dance floor uh, because they're dancing super fucking hard. And the guys got disco. They got a disco outfit on. And I have to tell you, when this scene first opens and we have like kind of a pan around the bronze, I noticed those two right from the get go. And I was like, what the hell is going on there? Yeah. And as soon as Cordelia called it, I was like, Okay, this isn't just me. And something's up with these two. Yeah, they do a good uh, job of like letting things stand out in those wide shots. Yeah. yeah. So they're dancing hardcore, like really fast to this kind of slow moving song, which is very suspicious. Um, and then they eventually are like, you know what? You want to get out of here? And so the guy is like leading the girl outside. And Buffy sees all this happen. She's like, I don't think that this is a normal disco couple this looks suspicious and that was my thing like buffy's vampire radar is basically if you're not dressed time period accurate then yep. you're a vampire and mm-hmm. i was like oh once she saw that i was like i thought she, that was gonna click in because yeah, she's gonna stab, thought. she's gonna stab anybody in 70s <laughs> outfits except for xander when he's got his disco collar disco collar yeah because yeah, he looks so good buffy dressed me that <laughs> buffy day. dressed him like a vampire <laughs> yeah um so then buffy goes to follow them out and as she's going to follow them out uh she crosses paths with scott hope who mm-hmm. is on the dance floor is like oh hey you're coming to dance and she's like yeah no i actually i gotta go i you know i appreciate the offer but uh I gotta go investigate this disco guy. He looks really fucking suspicious. And he's like, oh, no, okay. So then Buffy follows the disco guy and the disco girl out. And she hears like some rustling and some, some, a little bit of like shouting and stuff. 
and she's like oh okay this is a vampire then the whole gang comes out mm-hmm. and the disco guy has got this girl accosted and in a corner and he's about to bite her and he's like don't move this is only gonna hurt for a little bit and before he does it the disco girl pushes him off kicks him right in the face and starts wailing on the disco guy and buffy and the gang are watching is like what the hell's going on and then she turns she goes oh hey you must be buffy and then she starts wailing on this guy again and and then somebody says something like, uh-oh, looks like we got another Slayer in town. Yeah. <laughs> and Buffy's holding a stake. And this girl starts wailing on this vampire. And she's like, nice to meet you. Could you hand me that stake really quick? And Buffy gives it to her. And then she just stakes the vampire. And uh, she beats. Uh, she uh, comes up to Buffy and is like, what's up, dude? My name's Faith. I'm the new Slayer in town. And it's like, woo! Does she even do that? How she just like gave her the steak bag and like walks off, <laughs> like she doesn't even like stick around. Uh, she sticks around. She goes. I mean, she sticks around for the next scene. But, like, she says she, like, she introduces. Oh, she yeah. introduces herself as Faith, and she's like, "What's up, Buff? My name yeah. is uh, Faith." Yeah, I think she did that like right when she first saw her, and then she does like a backwards headbutt on the oh, vampire. Yeah, 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 yeah. But then like she hands her the steak back and just walks off, and then Buffy yeah. does a turn to the camera like, "Who's that?" Okay, and she just like leaves i was like what (laughs) it's like the equivalent of like the throw a grenade behind you and walk away from the explosion exactly (laughs) just kill a vampire and just drop the stake so then we're back in the bronze and faith is holding court Mm -hmm. with the gang she is telling stories of her nudist vampire fighting she is apparently naked during a bunch of these vampire fights, and Xander is more than thrilled to hear about these. Yeah. And right next to Cordelia, he's yeah. like, tell me more about you being naked. <laughs> Cordelia's like, will you fucking stop it? Yeah. <laughs> so she's telling stories about, uh, you know, a priest hugging her when she's naked or something. Mm-hmm. Then she's wrestling alligators na- uh, that are vampires or something. And they're like, whoa, Faith, you're really fucking cool, dude. Like, that's awesome. And I love the moment where they're like, she's like, yeah, man, vampires, got to kill them, hate them, let's do it. And then Willow's like, hell yeah, that's, oh, wait a minute. Well, what are your feelings about werewolves? No, Oz does that. Oh, yeah, Oz, Oz, somebody asks, said, yeah. Oz just asks straight up. Like, yeah, he's like, hey, what are you feeling about werewolves? werewolves? And I love that he's so open about it. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's like, and they're like, Oz is a werewolf. And she's like, oh. Cool, I yeah. guess as long as you don't bite me or hump my leg. And I was yeah. like I was like, I love that he like straight up. Yeah. It's just like full disclosure, I'm a werewolf. <laughs> yeah. Well, I also love how straight up Faith is too. Yeah. Cause like she's like eating a bunch of bread or something. She's like, Man, slaying always makes me hungry and horny. Ain't that right, Buff? And then everybody just looks at Buffy. And Buffy's like, I mean, I usually eat a yogurt or something afterward. <laughs> yeah. And then everyone kind of looks above you like, ugh, you're so lame. <laughs> Leads to a great callback later, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so Faith knows a bunch of stuff about Buffy. Uh, she's like, so Buffy, like, what's your craziest kill? Uh, like, what's your craziest vampire story? And we all know that it's Angel. And everybody knows that it's Angel. And everyone kind of looks at Buffy like, oh, boy. Yeah, don't bring And she's like, up. oh, I don't I don't know. They're all kind of crazy in their own right, huh? Remember when I had to fight the three? That was pretty wild. 
And then I think that Faith is like, wait, didn't you shoot somebody with a fucking rocket launcher? Yeah. I love it. <laughs> she knows that and she's not even from there. So I guess, yeah. I guess Giles does write stuff down. I guess so. Um, uh, because, dude, there's some kind of crazy shit going on with yeah, Giles yeah. later yeah. on in this. Uh, Absolutely. But, but there's one thing that Cordelia says and she brings up the point that I brought, think I brought up in the season finale was that yep. she was like, oh. Kendra was a slayer. Kendra died. So I guess she's the new slayer because of that. And I was like, oh, I was right. Yep. That actually I mean, is how she, it works. Cordelia, fucking, as soon as I saw that, I was like, god damn, Vance is fucking right. Buffy is back in school yeah. by episode three. And he called this whole, like, other slayer thing, too. Which, well, like, I mean, that, that was went, kind of obvious. That was one of the things that hit me when we were doing the podcast. Like, I didn't think about yeah. watching the show. But when I was talking about it, I was like, wait, Kendra's dead, so... But I have to if say, if a slayer dies, a new, and that's what I'm saying, they should start faking deaths and making new slayers. Yeah, like that's what I'm saying, right, like flatliners. Flatline the two of you. Two more slayers come out. Mm-hmm. You got four slayers in Sunnydale. You guys can swap days. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I also have to say, so Kendra dies, mm-hmm. and then there's the summer, mm-hmm. and now we're back. So mm-hmm. the summer is three months long. It seems like fucking Faith has a lifetime of vampire <laughs> stories for only being a slayer for three months. Right. She's like traveling all over the world, it seems like, and slaying all these vampires. She's like, yeah, you just got to fucking kill them all, you know? <laughs> just like, wait a I minute. Mean, How long Kendra, have you been doing this? Kendra was like a slayer for like two weeks, but she was killing since she was like a kid. Yeah. Um, I like, don't know, man. And all these what? How many slayers are there? Because they're like, oh... Who's your watcher? Well, if there's when, only two, like how many slayers are there? Well, when a slayer is anointed or whatever, do, are there is there just like a coven of watchers waiting for a slayer to be birthed? Or I feel something? like we'll get more into watcher lore and their whole hierarchy deeper okay. into the show, but like because it, it seems there like there one? is a there yeah. is a watcher like yeah conference or some shit. Uh, yeah, but like we find out that in the next scene yeah that she but, says oh oh because she's talking about like oh buffy this is cool we get to like hang out and not have our watches around yeah and she's like and then they cut to the next scene and it's yeah giles. and giles is like yeah there's a watcher uh there's oh yeah faith is like yeah there's a my watcher there's a fucking retreat in england that's yeah. where all the watchers are yeah. And then it cuts to Jocelyn being like, yeah, there's a retreat every year in England and uh, all the watchers go and they compare notes and all this stuff. And it'd be really nice if I got invited one year. So let's let's break this down a little bit. Yeah. One, he works at a school that just started there. Yep. Three days in the school. Yeah. Tough time to not be there. Mm-hmm. Your job. Uh, especially when you have the whole summer off. <laughs> Well, especially when two days ago you were going to Oakland to see if that (laughs) lead was Buffy. Next, why is he not invited to the retreat but is allowed to be the watcher for the Slayer? He's allowed to be the watcher for before Kendra was the only Slayer. Yeah. I mean, right now, we have to assume that Buffy is the only Slayer. I always thought there would be more than one Slayer, like Slayers in different parts. But this lore makes it seem like the only reason that we ever have two Slayers is because one dies. 
Yeah. So the other watchers are just reading books by themselves, I guess. And, well, training, also, and training girls and hoping that a slayer dies. Well, also, is it like the Watcher conference? They just send Giles a, like a compendium of all of their findings at the conference or something? Like, do they send him all the info? Why afterwards? is he not invited? If you're a Watcher, yeah. you're a Watcher. Yeah. Did he Maybe sleep we with find out wife? later or something. Did he sleep with someone's like... wife or something? <laughs> they found out about his Ripper past. <laughs> yeah. But they did expel him from being a Watcher. He's still the most important Watcher in the universe right now. Yeah. He's watching who is supposed to be the only Slayer in the world. And he has also mentioned, oh, I'm going to call other Watchers to find out information. Yeah. Like... Yeah. Like what? How many watchers are there? Why would he not be invited? It makes no I, sense. I just don't yeah. get it. If he didn't um, want to, if he didn't want to go, that's fine. But not being invited is ridiculous. Yeah, and it seems like he really wants to go. He's like, yeah. it'd be really nice. It seems like it's such an awesome time. He wants to kayak, which is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but Faith is like, nah, you wouldn't like it. It's too stuffy. You're too young and handsome. And then Jow's like, I like this lady. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That's very like, nice. All the other Slayers are cooler than Buffy. <laughs> yeah. And I also got to mention this uh, little Joe Fashion Corner moment for a minute here. Mm-hmm. This isn't necessarily fashion, but Faith has an awful, awful, awful tribal tattoo on her arm. That, that I wrote looks, that down in my notes. It looks like one of those like wet and press tattoos. It, it absolutely is. And it's so bad. And it, it looks it, so stupid. It's so like put on, like yeah. it's not even a part of the skin at all. Like it's and it sticks out. Yeah, yeah. I noticed that too. I wrote it it's, down. I was like, "This is a bad." It's like every scene they put a fresh one on because yeah. it's like black and like not. It does not look legit it's at all. Glossy. Yeah. And if it is a legit tattoo, and it, that actress no I has that. I oh, feel bad we haven't even it. mentioned the the actress is Elijah Dishku. Uh, oh, she's okay. in Bring It On. She played Arnold Schwarzenegger's uh, daughter in uh, True Lies, which is a great action comedy movie. Is that uh, the lady that was in The Girl Next Door as well? I don't know. I feel like I don't know. Uh, she was in the show yeah. Banshee that we were talking about beforehand. Okay, uh, she's been in a bunch of stuff. Elijah Dishku is, yeah. yeah. She had a show. I think she had a show that Josh Wheaton had wrote. No, maybe I'm thinking of uh, Jessica Alba. Anyway, she's been in a bunch of stuff. I've, I can't believe we forgot to mention her. Yeah, we really, we really did just gloss over that super hard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is a God. pretty big cameo. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's yeah. pretty big. And it seems like she's going to be around for quite some time. Yeah. But I got some issues with that character, though. But um, yeah, but yeah. what we end up getting is Giles asks more questions about Akafla, and yeah. Buffy is like, you know, she's skirting around the issue, and he's asking her some questions, and then she has, like, she's like, I got to go take another test or whatever. Yeah, always with the tests to get out of stuff. And Faith ends up getting a tour of Sunnydale. Well, of- she get before this, like Buffy. Uh, I was like, well, I got to go home or I got to go to dinner. And then Willow kind of gives her a head nod and be like, oh, Faith, if you want to come to dinner or whatever, uh, you're invited. And and then so Xander and Willow decide to give her a tour of Sunnydale High. 
And as they're leaving, Giles is like, I like her. I like her zest. And Buffy's like, easy, buddy. <laughs> well, the tour of Sunnydale was basically where they almost got murdered multiple times. And yeah. they're pointing out every dangerous spot in the school. Yeah. yeah. And it's literally like 10 <laughs> feet apart from all of these <laughs> like death things. Like Willow comes out and she's like, this is where Angel almost killed me. Had me, uh, uh, he had me from behind and was about to slip my throat. Um, this is where Spike was uh, here and he was trying to kill us all. Mm -hmm. um, and when I up those stairs is where I fell into like this weird portal graveyard muddy thing. <laughs> yeah. And Faith is like, this is fucking rad. <laughs> Wait, I haven't showed you the computer lab where we think this uh, <laughs> calendar yeah. died. Yeah, and then so this is where we have the the plot with Faith start to unravel here. Mm -hmm. So she turns around. She's like, man, I really like you guys. You guys are really fun and like upbeat and seem really down and chill. Like, what's up with Buffy? She's, she seems really wound tight. And they're like, oh, she's going through some shit, man. Like, she had some crazy stuff going on recently. And, uh, and then Cordelia shows up and Xander is like ask, trying to get her to give him more stories about her fighting naked <laughs> yeah and she's like what is fucking with you and finding slayers hot do i need to get a spike and hold it up to your throat to get you to pay attention to me and he's like i wouldn't mind if you did yeah she's like do <laughs> i need to dress in a slayer outfit and hold a spike and he's like oh my god like so he is just <laughs> like he's turned on by slayers the way buffy's turned on by vampires right <laughs> exactly yeah uh, so as Faith is going to get a sip from the water fountain, she bumps into Scott Hope and then she starts flirting with Scott Hope and he's like, you're friends with Buffy, right? And she's like, you're friends with my libido right now because you're a hottie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think she did it a little better than that, but sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but then Buffy shows up and she's like, man, I don't really like this Faith lady. She's trying to like infiltrate my life and I'm getting a little jealous and they're like, well, you're going to be even more jealous when you see what's happening over there. And she sees her flirting with Scott Hope. And she's like, I didn't even get a chance to to go out with him. They're like, he asked you out a bunch of times. She's like, but I was still didn't rule it out. Yeah. And it's just she goes over to Faith and she kind of like drags her away from Scott Hope. And Faith is like, who is that guy? That guy's cute. Is he single? You know anything about him? And Buffy's like, easy lady. Yeah. Buffy's all jealous. Buffy her. can't handle. They call it out later, but like Buffy is not a uh, not a team player when it comes to someone getting more shine than her. Exactly. <laughs> um. So Trick is starting a new vampire gang. It seems like he's got his own vampire warehouse. Man, with, they uh, just Sunnydale is just full of abandoned warehouses that are all run by vampires. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like, why are they in this warehouse? When they were driving around in a limousine, yeah, why are they not just in a mansion or a house? Why, <laughs> like, why are they always just in like some rundown garage warehouse? Yeah. No earthly idea. Because but... this one, Mister Trick seems like he actually makes real money. Yeah, I mean, he's got nice suits. He's really flashy. Yeah, yeah, he's the man. I like Mister Trick a lot. I think he'll be an interesting character. Yeah. Um. So they're talking and uh, the Hooves guy, this is where he, he talks about like, I need to get revenge on the Slayer for what she did to me. I was like, and it's like, uh -oh. demons care about looking pretty. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Um, so then we cut to 
Buffy and Faith at dinner. Oh, with... they eat a they eat a pizza guy too. Oh yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah. Which do, I, food's I, I, here? Yeah, yeah. And I do love that he had the rubber gloves on because it's mm-hmm. daylight. So when he went to reach to grab him, he wouldn't get burned. Yeah. Unlike some people that just like walk in the sunlight, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Remaster or not. Remaster or not. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually nighttime. They added sun and digitally put the gloves on them. <laughs> uh, um, so, yeah, then we have the dinner scene and Faith is, you know, yucking it up with Buffy's mom. And the mom's like, I like this lady. Yeah. And Buffy's like, easy, mom. Yeah. I, I wanted to bring up this point. When, when, when Buffy complains to Giles about this new Slayer, he is real quick to defend the new Slayer who he has not met yet. Yeah. And I'm like, why is, <laughs> why did he treat Buffy like she hasn't been cool to them at all? Yeah. I don't know, man. But Faith is all like, I love killing vampires. And the mom is like, uh, do you ever get worried? And she's like, nope, I'm never worried. If I, if I get worried, that's negative thinking and I can't let that happen. Buffy's mom is like, you should be more like that, Buffy. You need more of a positive attitude. She looks at Faith. She's like, this lady, she's always fucking negative. She's always <laughs> just openly talking shit. Oh, I'm like, geez, man. Buffy's just looking at her like, I don't know, man. You got to have some worry. Otherwise, you're going to get killed because if you don't, if you're overconfident and Faith's like, yeah. nah, I'm not worried about that. <laughs> and then just lay it for three months. Yeah. Buffy's mom is like, I like you. You want a refill? Yeah. <laughs> and so she goes into the kitchen. Buffy's like, I'll be right back. I'm going to go talk to my mom. Mm-hmm. And then so she goes into the kitchen and Buffy's mom. And this is a fantastic, fantastic, fantastic point that her mom brings up. Buffy's mom is like, I really like her. And then Buffy's like, I don't know. I kind of don't like her. She's trying to steal my life. She's like trying to steal my friends. She's trying to steal my guy that I've been flirting with that I've done nothing but turn down uh, <laughs> that was into me. And I didn't even really get a chance to fully turn him down yet. Um, and now you really like her. And now she's stealing my food. And her mom is like, well, dude, guess what? You've always talked about how you don't really want to be a slayer or something. This could be an out for you. Maybe faith could take over and you could finally have that like normal life that you want. Uh, And you don't have to slay her and I don't have to worry about you. And Buffy's like, I can't just give it up. mom. It's like the same exact scene that we had with Kendra when she showed up. Yeah. (laughs) We were like, Hey, maybe Kendra could take over. She's like, well, I guess I could, I guess I could do that. (laughs) It's like, it's that thing where people complain about an issue and then the solution of the issue is there and then they don't want the solution because they just enjoy complaining about it. Yeah, I know that game. Yeah. And I'm just like, <laughs> I'm like, come on, man. Yeah. Um, but the mom also brings up like, good thing you're an only child, which I thought was a nice line. Yeah. Um, and then Buffy mentions like also to her mom that um, they only get a new slayer when an old one dies. Yeah. And she's like, you died? When did you die? She's like, yeah, it was short. Don't don't worry, mom. I was dead for a little bit. Okay, don't fuck. No, why are you freaking out, mom? Mom. <laughs> she's like, like, this is why I don't want you slaying. She's like, I don't want you to die. And she's like, I won't. And I'm like, you already did. Yeah. Um. And there's a line that the mom says. Uh, she says, I'm I'm like uh the captain of the Slayer Pride Parade. Um, yeah. Which is clearly 
Yep. Just doubling down on the LGBTQ uh, allegory of the Slayer that he had, which yeah, you find out about it. you dismissed so quickly. I dismissed hmm. quickly, not because of... <laughs> <laughs> Very interesting. I didn't dismiss it because I'm dismissive of that. I was no. dismissive of the mom seeing a vampire die and then saying, you're dead. <laughs> it wasn't around. Yeah. And I was like, come on, Joyce. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so... Buffy looks back into the into the tiny room and Faith is just digging her hands into all of the bowls and just stuffing her face. I'm like, you have a need- plate of food. You have a plate. Yeah. You have a plate and fork and knife. Like, just dump a bunch onto your plate. Like, you don't need to sneak eat all of the stuff. It's out there for you all to eat. Yeah. It's one of those weird things where they just made her like so reckless and different for no reason. I, I feel like we're going to get more of her backstory and like maybe she grew up poor or something and like that was like oh my god or she doesn't have a mom or something do random people become slayers because i don't know how kendra was being trained to be a slayer and buffy seemed to just like be walking and living her life and then some yeah. old dude came up and was like hey guess that what? Lollipop you're the slayer <laughs> trade like, that lollipop what? for a steak <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean <sighs> Is it like the Olympics where you have to like have people put a like a presentation together? Like, hey, we should have the Olympics here, and this is why. Like, like th- we this is our finest group of young women yeah. to be slayers, or is it just random any woman in the world could be a slayer? It's like, ooh, not hot enough. She's not gonna be the slayer, <laughs> dude. I would have. I was just about to say, I'd love just like a weird looking slayer, <laughs> just like frumpy. Yeah, just yeah. like a real oh middle of the road looking lady. It would be the worst. Xander would be the worst. He would just oh, like, he absolutely would. Oh be. god, it would be. <laughs> it would be the worst episode ever. I mean, it seems like there is an like a you got to be an eight component of beauty <laughs> yeah. involved because we remember from the dummy episode the dummy is like oh i remember me and this other slayer hooked up and she yeah. was a hottie and yeah every slayer that we've seen has been a gorgeous young girl yeah oh that feels creepy now because they're in high school <laughs> yeah they're all like wait, 16 too well wait how old is faith supposed to be because she's not in school it seems like or she just like drop out she, yeah i mean i think she dropped out yeah she mentions dropping out no and she okay. also i want to bring up she's also walking through school not yeah. part of the school yeah, where's Snyder at there's there? No, there's no security in this place. <laughs> and she's got a tattoo. She's got to be 18. Uh, she dropped out of school. She's 17 or 18. It's fine. Yeah, because she got a tattoo. If You can get a tattoo when you're younger. Can you? I thought that you had to be 18. You think a tattoo artist in like some place is going to check ID? Yeah, I guess some like shady tattoo artist <laughs> yeah. would do it for whatever. No. Any tattoo artist that Faith would know. That's one of those Friday the 13th, uh, $13 tattoos that she's got on her own. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the mom's worried about Buffy being a slayer, and then Faith is eating all the food, and then they go out on patrol after this dinner. And I have and... to say this. This is interesting, because Faith is wearing what I envision yep. is the Buffy the Slayer Vampire Slayer fit, the, like, burgundy yeah. red leather pants and the black top. Do Not exactly, you, but it's close. Do you think Faith gets killed and Buffy adopts her fit 
as an homage to her. <laughs> I guess. I'm like, I don't know, man. She's like, uh, she's like remember this? Yeah. Like, all right. Put on a yeah, dead girl's as clothes. I, like, as soon as I saw that outfit, I was like, oh, Vance always says this is the Buffy fit. Yeah. Um, but here's Faith wearing it. Yeah, just from um, the like posters and stuff I've seen like throughout time. It's yeah. Like, that's her look. So they're walking down a dark alley and Faith is like, didn't we just walk down this dark alley? <laughs> Buffy's like, you'd be surprised how many vampires would show up mm-hmm. right after we left because they think that we're not going to walk back down this dark alley. You have no idea. And why, who, like, why are the vampires in this dark alley if no one else is walking down it? No clue. No clue, Vance. Yeah. So Faith is then like, well, you'd know better than me. You've been slaying longer. And Buffy's like, thanks. And then Faith goes, some might say a little too long. And then Buffy's like, what the fuck is that supposed to mean? And she's like, I mean, you know what it means. You've been doing this for forever. And I'm the hot young new kid on the block and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> they I, get like snippy at each other. I hated this moment yeah. so much. I was like, why all of a sudden is Faith turning into like a bad guy? Right. And she's like, like, oh, maybe you've been doing it too long. I heard all about your little uh, affair with Angel. And Buffy's like, who the hell told you about Angel? It's like, all of your friends just talk about him. Yeah. I was like, all right. And then, so, so there's... So, like, so Faith heard about Angel, heard that she's a little shaken up, and now she got super cocky and says, you haven't been doing this long enough? I should do it? Like, what is Faith's angst? Like, it's one of those scenes where you want to have conflict between the two people. But mm-hmm. they have no reason to be at odds. Mm-hmm. Buffy is not saying you got to get out of town. Like if Buffy said that and then she said, no, I'm going to stick around, then you could get something. But she just all of a sudden just turned went, like they did a hill turn. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what is this? Yeah, it was from like, out of nowhere. Like, is this Highlander? They can only be one. You know? <laughs> like, what the hell? Yeah, it was it was odd. Yeah, they start bickering, and then Buffy's like, "You think you can fucking take me, bro?" And Faith's like, "I do think I can take you." And I was like, "Let's go!" I yeah, love, me I love too. Slayer fights. Yeah, yeah. And then, just as they're about to get going, vampires show up, and everybody starts kicking ass. Faith uh, starts to just really wail on this one vampire and Buffy is like dude just stake that vampire already like it is it is you're going overboard she's like shut the fuck up you don't know me she just starts beating the fuck out of one vampire meanwhile Buffy is taking on like two or three yeah and then they finally like get her under wraps and then she's like kind of helpless and like Faith help me and Faith's like I don't hear you I'm just beating the shit out of this one guy which doesn't make sense to me because for one we saw her fight a vampire yep. and she didn't go into rage mode nope and now this random vampire because at this point she doesn't know who these vampires are mm-hmm. she just thinks it's a vampire I don't know why she's in rage mode and I also don't know why Buffy can't beat up all of them yeah, I mean, Buffy always takes on, like, five vampires. We saw her Look, she, take she, out a whole, like, slave ship of demons, like, two she, episodes ago. She would have been doing this by herself if that girl wasn't there. And yeah. now she's like, oh, you almost got me killed because you didn't help me. I'm like, you would, if you were by yourself, you would have died. And if these vampires weren't trying to tell you secrets for the plot, they could have killed you, too. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
like they got her pinned down I'm like yeah finish the job man they got her pinned down one of the vampires leans into her ear and she goes with love from Kakistos <laughs> like what and Buffy's like what <laughs> but then she just easily breaks out of that yeah kills one of the vampires doesn't stab the other one I guess he runs away or something because yeah. I was like there was two and she stabbed one and then she goes over, pulls uh, Faith, Faith off, and then stabs. I guess she stabs that one, and it's over. Yeah, and then they're like, dude, what? Buffy's like, dude, what the hell were you doing? You were just wailing on that guy. You could have killed him so much earlier. I needed your help. And Faith is like, oh, I thought that you didn't need my help. And you're the big bad slayer and all this stuff. And, and you don't need my help. And I'm just heavy baggage for you or whatever. And Buffy's like, no, dude, we're supposed to be a team. That's what you're doing here. That's what we were doing out here. And Faith is like, whatever. I don't need you. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I guess they just leave. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Then they leave. Um, Then Giles is talking to Buffy about Faith. And Buffy's like, dude, she was wild yesterday. All right. I saw her. She was wailing on this vampire. It was unhinged. She needs some help, dude. And. Giles is like, dude, maybe she just has a different fighting style than you. <laughs> yeah, this is the one where Giles starts defending her, where I was like, what are you defending her for? When you Like, you have no reason to not believe Buffy. Yeah. You're defending a person you met for once that said, hey, you're kind of cute. Yep. I mean, I would. <laughs> <laughs> I just expect more from Giles than I do from Joe Welke. <laughs> but he's basically like, dude, calm down. We got another Slayer. It's going to be good. This is going to be great. And Buffy's like, I don't know, man. I think she's a little loose in the head. She's got some screws loose. And then she starts telling her, like, yeah, one of the... And then Giles was like, is there any, like, uh, interesting factors or the appearances about this? Were they from the old time? Are they new vampires? Like, what? tell me about these vampires. And she's like, well, one of them, while I was pinned down and easily killable... <laughs> Took the time to whisper in my ear something about taquitos or burritos or something. And Giles is like, oh, my God, you mean caquistos? She's like, yeah, it was something like that. Maybe a taquito. And he's like, oh, my God, that's terrible. And Buffy's like, who's that? He goes, only the oldest vampire ever or something like that. He's so evil that his hands became pig hooves. Well, he's so old that his hands are still hooving. Which oh, I guess okay, is okay. like a reference to like old demons being like, you know, like when you see like devils and they have like the cloven feet. Yeah. Um, But I also don't know why that cloven feet thing would be a thing, you know? So then Buffy is like, well, let's piece this together here, Giles. So Faith shows up two days ago. And what do you know? This Taquitos guy shows up two days ago. Maybe he's following her here and bringing about all of this craziness to our little Sunnydale. And John's like, that's actually a pretty good, uh, pretty good supposition. Yeah, she says, I don't believe is two things I don't believe in coincidences and leprechauns. Yeah. <laughs> Which I was like, that's awesome. And then John's like, yeah, you might be right about this no coincidence thing. And then she goes, but what about leprechauns? Yeah. And then John's like, as far as I know, you're you're right. There, are, I don't think there's leprechauns. Other <laughs> right. he even like is like I mean I don't think so, but maybe I mean, he heard about werewolves and he was like absolutely, but leprechauns yeah. no. Like I don't know, man. 
Yeah. I can't wait. I can't wait if there's a Leprechaun episode. There has to be a Leprechaun episode. Now there has to be. Um, So then Buffy walks out of the library. She's like, all right, I got to go back to school because I'm a school person. Mm -hmm. And she runs into Scott Hope once again. And Scott Hope comes up to her and he's like, hey, look, dude, I really like you. And I've asked you out a couple times and you seem like really wishy-washy about it. So this is the last time I'm going to ask you out because if I keep asking you out after this, it's going to seem kind of stalkery. So I'd like to take you out to either a coffee date where we can talk and get to know each other. Or there's this Buster Keaton movie marathon festival thing that's going on all weekend. And I'd love to go with you if you're down. And Buffy's like, you know what? I need some more Buster Keaton in my life. I would really like to go with you. When do you want to go? And he's like, I got nothing going on tonight. And she's like, neither do I. Let's go. And then he goes, I also got you something. It's from some store that I saw, and it's supposed to mean friendship. And I was like, oof, bad start there, buddy. You're trying to date this girl. You don't want to mention friendship. And you also bought her a gift. Right? <laughs> like a, a girl who's constantly said no. You, yeah. you got a gift ready to go. Yeah. I mean, this guy's inserting himself right into the friend zone immediately. Yeah. <laughs> but then he also doesn't realize what a clada ring is. And I that, don't know what a clada ring is. Clada ring is like an Irish thing. And like the way. So you you give it to somebody. I mean, Angel basically explained it. But yeah. you give it to someone that you like. And the way that you wear it signifies whether you're single or your heart belongs to somebody else. So Scott gives her a clotter ring and she sees it. She remembers Angel and then she drops it and she goes, I fucking can't. I fucking can't do this, Scott. <laughs> and I think Giles is walking over when this is happening too. Yeah, he sees it all happen. <laughs> and I mean, like, if you're this dude, you got to be like, wash your hands. I'm yeah, yep, yep, like, I'm yep. out. Like, I can't. So he's like, okay, okay, okay. I'll go watch Buster Keaton alone. Okay. <laughs> also, I think she said that she had something to do tonight. I forget what, but then like she was free the next night. But he, I don't know about you, but when I was in high school, I don't remember going on a lot of coffee dates. Yeah. No. And I don't, maybe this is a California thing, but a Buster Keaton film festival doesn't seem like it would move the needle for people in <laughs> high school. Like, if you're in film school and you're like, hey, there's a Buster Keaton film festival, old silent black and white movies. Buster Keaton is great, by the way. Check out uh, every frame of painting on YouTube. They do a Buster uh, Keaton. Uh, dude, video. the way that you worded that, I don't think it would move the needle. It wouldn't. <laughs> hey, I'm going to go see Buster. I'm going to go see Buster Keaton. Uh, like, oh, yeah. There's I a mean, John Wayne marathon. You want to go see? Like, who, I who mean, Buster talking? Keaton is like a classic, like, comedic awesome. actor and like his physical he did like a, was great yeah, yeah he did like a bunch of his own stunts and like hurt yeah. himself constantly apparently yeah. yeah every frame of painting check it out they did like a little short like eight or nine minute video on it um on youtube um but, <laughs> but i i did not like, even think i was like this is kind of quirky and i guess like some people would be down for it's like definitely like hollywood writers throwing in like some like these this is not would you, <sighs> hey you want to go get a coffee or uh see an old film like <laughs> No, just ask him to the bronze. That's so fucking funny, dude. Oh, my God. Uh, He he wanted to take her to the espresso (laughs) pump. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. 
Um, so Giles sees everything and uh, he like goes to like comfort Buffy and she's like, Giles, I fucking can't. This guy, he, he's asking me out. He gave me a, a clot of ring like Angel. Oh, man. And then she was talking to Giles about the Watcher conference, like just as she was leaving the library. Well, he said he was going to go call her Watcher about something. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So then she's like, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. You know, I'll pull myself together. Composure. You got to keep your composure. Yeah. Uh, and then... She's like, so what did you hear about the Watcher conference? Did you talk to the Watcher to figure out anything about Faith and mm-hmm. what happened or what's going on with her? And Watcher, uh, Giles is like, well, interestingly enough, buddy, Faith's Watcher is dead. Dun, dun, dun. dun, dun. <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit. End what of episode. Happened? End of episode, which was really weird. That would have been so weird. <laughs> Um, did you think at this moment that faith killed her watcher yes i absolutely did same yes i and i was like this is great we have a rogue slayer or yeah yeah yeah. that's what i was like this is wild man yeah uh but then we cut to a scene where faith is getting kind of kicked out of her apartment which is 18 dollars a day and the guy that looks like jeff ross is like come on man this guy is john ennis and he was in Mr. Show, and okay. he's in the finale, the mid-season finale of this uh, Better Call Saul. He's uh, he's plays an actor playing a character and some stuff. Um, okay. But yeah, I've, I was like, I've seen him around. He's a sketch comedian, character actor. Plays. Yeah. But yeah. But he, he does have a Jeff Ross look, too. Yeah. He's like, come on, man. Like, if let's he had just... hair. Let's, yeah. yeah. Well, old, young yeah, Jeff Ross. Yeah, young <laughs> Jeff. Yeah. He's like, come on, man, just give me my rent. And she's like, I'll give it to you. Just give me another day, you big cutie. She's like trying to flirt with him. They're like, and uh, so he leaves or he's leaving and Buffy's at the door. He's like, you can't have roommates either. That's an extra blah, blah, blah amount of money. And Buffy's like, I'm not a roommate, dude. I'm just visiting. Mm -hmm. And he's like, okay. So he leaves and then Faith starts to pack up and she and then Buffy's like, "You're just gonna run away or whatever." <laughs> she says it unironically. I know. I was watching the scene. I was like, "Do you guys not remember what happened last episode yeah. when Buffy just came back from running away, yep. and she was getting chewed out for packing, yep. and now she's chewing someone else out for packing?" Yeah. Like they did the scene as if there was like no irony to it at all. I know. And and it's like Buffy, you're in the right here. It's just like, and Buffy's just like laying into her, like you, how how could you? And she's like, whatever, you can handle yourself. And then Buffy's like, could you handle yourself against Kakistos? And then Faith's like, Kakistos, how do you know? And Buffy's like, yeah, one of the guys when I was easily killable had me pinned down. He <laughs> took the time to whisper into my ear. This is for Conquistos. Who the fuck is Conquistos? He's here and he's following you, I think. And what's up with Conquistos? And Faith's like, don't talk about Conquistos. And then Buffy's like, and what happened to your watcher? Your watcher's dead. Did Conquistos kill your watcher? And Faith is like, no, 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 not Conquistos. (laughs) And this, okay, so Faith's reaction right here as a person who's traumatized by a vampire killing their watcher. 
mm-hmm. doesn't jive with her being like, I think your time's up here, Buffy. Right? Like, those aren't the same person. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, it, it's one thing if she's, like, putting on the, like, confident facade. But mm-hmm. her confident facade wouldn't bleed into, I need to get you out of here. If anything, yeah. she would want Buffy's help. Exactly. And she also would have killed the first vampire the same way she was wailing on that second one. She mm-hmm. would have just done it, like, all casually. So it's like they, they wanted to have their cake and eat it, too, you know? Yeah, it's kind of a sloppy intro for Faith. Yeah. Like, we gotta be real here. Yeah, it's like a cool first intro where she stabs. Then mm-hmm. she's, like, a little bit of mystery. And now she then she's just a jerk. Yeah. And now we're supposed to feel bad for her because she's, like, not rich and she's in the slummy part of town. Mm-hmm. And now yeah, she's she emotionally ma- damaged. She makes mention to something, like, to Buffy, like, oh, come to see how the other half live. Yeah, and I'm like, we like, don't know anything about where you came from. Yeah. Why are you even in Sunnydale? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like how is Buffy supposed to know that you're completely poor? Yeah, I mean, it's so weird. But we basically oh, no, no, get... she does mention she does mention that her dad, her parents are dead. She's like, I'm gonna kill you like my dead mom yeah. or something. Yeah, there's some weird line that like during a fight. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it does come out that Kisto, Kisto uh, did kill her watcher mm-hmm. and then she's like we gotta get out of town because kakisto he doesn't he doesn't take prisoners and he he's no nonsense and when he killed my watcher i just ran away basically and buffy's like you can't just run away and she's like no trust me i love that she just said that like like she yeah. just did it yeah yeah and so they're like we gotta get out of here now the head start's gonna do us a real good job and then she opens the door to her slummy apartment. And who's there but Kakistos, Mr. Trick. Is Mr. Trick there? Well, they do a trick where the doorbell, the door gets knocked on. And then it's uh-huh. like you look out the window or the peephole. And it's oh, that right. guy's face there. And yeah. his eyes aren't moving. And he, he obviously is like dead or whatever. Yeah, the Jeff Ross looking yeah. guy. He's there. And then uh, they open the door. And yeah. then it's, it's all the people they were just talking about. Just yep. casually showed up, figured out where her apartment was, because yep. I guess she used the internet. Because there's a scene earlier where Mr. Trick's like, they got uh, 25 megabits per second download. <laughs> and like, if she's yeah. on the internet, we'll find her. Yeah. No way they were able to track her from the internet. She is well, not using trying credit to... cards. She is not using cell phones. They said that they were going to try and check all the youth hostels and see if like mm-hmm. she's at any of Like, use an alias. She's definitely going to use an alias. Yeah. I guess, I guess they not... could ask for... Does anybody, does anybody here look like they have a press-on tattoo on their right bicep? So anybody? the black guy in the suit is just going to show up and be like, hey, is a young, hot girl here? <laughs> <laughs> He's looking like uh, a pimp. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so Kisto shows up. I, I just kept writing down Kisto because I didn't know how it was spelled. And the way that I'm looking at it right now on... Uh, on uh, Wikipedia, I spelled it very differently than how it's actually spelled. Is it like conquistadors? No, it's K-A-K-I-S-T-O-S. And I was spelling it like conquistador. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was thinking it was more like, too. But who cares? It doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. So Pig Feet uh, shows up, throws throws uh, the dude at him. And then Faith is like, fucking run! We need to book it! And then she grabs Buffy and they jump out a window Mm -hmm. and they start running down the street. 
And then they're running down this dark alley. They take a turn. And then Mr. Trick is following them with like a like five to eight vampires in tow. Mm-hmm. And then Buffy and uh, Faith jump through a window as if that would like not make a bunch of noise and give away their hiding spot. Yeah. And there's a vampire that's chasing after them that like kind of runs past where they just jump through a window. Well, they, there's a part where they get an overhead shot and Mr. Trick is like doing that like hand signal thing where it's like two of you go this way, two of you go that way. And yeah. like a Kistos is running straight down there. They're running full. I guess you can't even scream on these streets because no one in Sunnydale's coming to help you. Yeah. So, but I don't know how long they've been running, mm-hmm. but when they get into this place, they're like, Oh no, they, they filtered us right to their hideout. Yeah. Your hideout was like running distance from where they were looking for you? Yeah. Wouldn't that be the first youth hostel you check? Yeah, man. I don't know. I just thought about that now, but sure. Yeah, no, it was literally right around the corner. Yeah. Like Buffy and and Faith take one turn and they're at the, the lair. Yeah. So and, weird, man. And was it, doesn't, when does Buffy go... I think uh, Faith was like, what, sh- what are we going to do? And Buffy says, don't die. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, that's the Slayer's number one rule. Don't die. And I was like, you've already failed that. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's yeah. Not, like no irony in any of these lines. Yeah. She should be like, take it from me as one who died. Like, you don't, don't want to die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it makes you turn bad. You'll sexy dance with a boy that you don't really like. Yeah. But plus side. Get a new Slayer. Get a new Slayer. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. And your Uh, accent's not even as bad as the other one. (laughs) Um, So, Kakisto shows up at his Lair. He's like, I got you now, bitch. And he's beating up Faith. And Faith is, like, frozen at the sight of him. He's like, remember what you did to me? And it's like, I would like to have a bit more of an idea of what she did to him. She cut his face. He has a slut. He has a slashed face, but, like, is that it? Maybe he had that before. No, he was beautiful before. In demon circles, he was a 10. (laughs) Like, I just don't get it. And that's it. He just, she cut him in his eyes, milky. Yeah. So she freezes up and she, he just, like, punches her. He starts wailing on her like she was wailing on that one vampire. He can't grab anything with those hoof hands. Yeah. Um, And then he punches her and she goes flying. And she's like up against a wall and she's like, no, no, no. But like, I, I guess I just don't understand what she's so afraid of because she already did damage to him. Well, she's traumatized because she saw him do like she I couldn't even the say what he did to the watcher. Like it was so brutal or whatever. Okay. Right? So she's got the fear. She was lying when she was talking to the mom about being afraid of never mm-hmm. being afraid. So that's kind of that thing. Um, Yeah. It's, it's, I don't know. It just, it's not great, but that's the kind of point they're making. Yeah. And I do love that Mr. Trick is watching this and he's just like, mm, I'm going to yeah. leave now. I'm and he's like, Ooh, that. he's really got his hands full. Yep. Uh, my prayers are with you, brother. And he just like walks out with some yeah. hot lady vampire. <laughs> Which I think is a vampire that we've seen before. I th- She probably died, but it's, it looks like the same actress from like Maybe. a previous season. But uh, yeah, he's like... These revenge tours aren't my thing. Like yeah. the old ones always aren't revenge. I just want money, baby. Yeah. I want money. Yeah. I'm, I'm I like dead. Mr. Trick. I'm, I'm dead and I'm still trying to live the American dream. <laughs> like, 
So Buffy this whole time has been like fighting off all of the lesser vampires, like Kikisto's boys. And so she stabs them and they die. And then so she takes the opportunity now that she's free to go up to Kikisto's and start wailing on him. Mm -hmm. And she gets the upper hand and stabs him in the chest. And it it's stuck in there and it doesn't kill him. And he goes, looks like you're going to need a bigger stake. And Buffy's like, oh, Jesus, what the hell's going on here? And then Faith, <laughs> there's this gigantic wooden like post that she picks up. It's probably like eight feet long. It's like a load bearing beam. Yeah. Yeah. And she picks it up and just runs it joust style into his chest and the special effect for this was so bad i I don't remember where this beam came from this wooden Mm -hmm. stake that's like sharp and like a number two pencil at the Mm -hmm. end and he's like you're gonna need a bigger stake and then faith goes huh bigger stake never thought of that (laughs) oh why don't i just do it and he's just standing there yeah he's not doing anything he doesn't try just, to dodge. Doesn't try to take the original stake out. out. He just stands there, arms spread, like, "All right, <laughs> have at it. This is my revenge plan." Yeah. And, Good lord. And she just rams this thing that's like the size of his torso through him. Yep. And er- then he dies. <laughs> Earlier, when Buffy's fighting with the Slayer, uh, when they first run into those vampires that whisper in her ear, "Sweet nothings." Mm-hmm. She, like, stabs one of them with a broken piece of wood that wasn't even pointy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It just, like, hit him in the chest and he died. Yeah. That's Um, why I'm thinking, like, if you get a splinter in the chest, (laughs) like, any piece of wood to the chest is brutal for vampires. They're like, it has to hit the heart. I'm like, that just did not hit his heart. (laughs) That did not break his skin. Um, But, But, yeah, this, this was just so weird and so anticlimactic. Well, when Kakistos gets stabbed initially by Buffy, I was like, oh, does he have like a bulletproof vest on or something? Yeah, like, yeah, why don't, she stabs why don't, him like twice, right? Yeah, like why don't all vampires just have some padding around their chest? Dude, we have, That's what I, I was can't like, believe oh. we're three seasons in and we haven't thought about just putting a Kevlar bulletproof vest on your chest. Yeah, right? Like just have some kind of like an umpire's uh, chest protector or something. Holy shit, yeah. That would just be... That's a game changer. Yeah. I thought that that's what Kakistos had, but it wasn't. Yeah. I guess he just had like a strong sternum. It felt like that because the he's actually is wearing something on his chest, the actor. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. So you can see when she hits him there, it's like bounce guff an umpire pad or whatever. <laughs> yeah, but uh, he's dead. So yeah. much for that cloved uh, hand thing. Oh, he's such a threat. He's such a threat. He's such a threat. Yeah. No, no threat. These big vampires. These big vampires aren't threats at all. I can't wait till they have a named vampire and they're like, "Ah, I mean, I read about him. It doesn't seem like he's he's. It seems threatening, I guess. But he just, I don't know. I think you could take him. (laughs) He just just goes up to butter. I think you got this. Yeah, like I'm not not too worried about this one. And of course, Giles will have the book already open to that vampire's page. Yeah. He's like, yeah. Conqu- Conquistos? He runs into his office and has a book open. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we go back to the library and Giles is talking to Buffy and he's like, well, I talked oh, wait, to wait, the- wait, wait. Oh, sorry. I, I, we, we forgot about the great callback. After they kill him, Buffy oh. goes, oh, you're hungry? 
you yeah, go to yeah, diner? Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's such a perfect com- uh, yeah. callback to the hungry and horny thing. Yeah. yeah. I would have loved it if Buffy was like, you hungry? And then Faith is like, you horny? And then they just start making out in the middle of the street. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, Did some slam on too. <laughs> Uh, that would have been so hilarious. Uh, but uh, yeah, the next day, Giles is talking to Buffy and he talked to the the coven of watchers and he's like, yeah, it looks like I'm going to be looking after both you and Faith and Faith is going to be staying in Sunnydale. And I don't know where Faith is going to be staying, but um, she's staying in Sunnydale. She should, if she's staying at Giles's, that's too weird. So yeah, that would absolutely be weird. Yeah. And then... Buffy just out of nowhere with Willow and Giles uh, in the room. She just is like, you know what, Giles? I haven't really been giving you all the information about me killing Angel. Uh, Before I killed Angel, uh, he was cured. Uh, Willow, the ritual that you were doing, it worked. And like in the last couple of seconds, Angel was like, I don't remember anything that's been going on. I don't remember anything that's happened, but I love you. And Buffy was like, and I told him that I loved him. And then I stabbed him. And he got swallowed up by a kafla uh, because I needed to do it. And it was like I had to kill him in order to save the world. And I have been holding on to that. And I needed to get that off my chest. And it feels good to finally do that. And Giles is like, and she's like, I hope that this works well for your binding ritual if that needed more details. And Giles is like, you know what? That actually was very helpful. Thank you for sharing that. I really appreciate you going through this hard situation to tell me. And it's going to do wonderful things for this binding spell. But I was like, all right, well, I got to go get to class. So see ya. And then so Giles is like, all right, well, that's cool. And Willow's like, oh, that's great. That's good information to know. Like, Giles, again, if you need any help with this binding spell, you let me know. Hopefully that information helped you with that binding spell and giles is just like there was no binding spell i just needed her to talk to me about like all of this and this was my way to like trick her into basically therapy <laughs> and i was like damn that's a smooth move like right. that was one i didn't see coming me neither and and it go and if you track it backwards when willow's like oh i can help and he's like no i don't need your help he's not yeah. saying he doesn't trust her to help it's like there is no spell that's why yeah. and she's like please i want to help i want to help i want to cast spells i want to cast spells i'm a witch um well, how yeah, would Giles have one. known any of that, though? Well, he did, her to... he did the binding spell. Oh, did that uh, would that... get her to talk about it? Yeah, like maybe well, she was giving him all of the information. He's just harping on it. Well, he knows that she... She's well, she wouldn't weird. talk. Remember, she wouldn't talk last episode. Like, yeah. what happened? What happened there? Also, I'd be... If I, you're, you're a watcher. You got to be curious. Yeah. Like, yeah. You, he's like, maybe if I fill this out and send it in, maybe I get invited to the next meeting. True. Like... So, Very like, true. out of curiosity, plus, like, Giles, I, I love the Giles-Buffy relationship. Yeah, he has it, some fatherly intuition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, something's up, and she's definitely not telling me everything, so. I'm surprised he has a butt heads with the dad. Like, the dad is, like, in the picture, but, like, never around. Maybe it'll you know? come in later. Yeah. Maybe he butted heads with Joyce. <laughs> with her artwork. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's um, just that sexual tension brewing. Oh, yeah. Dude, if Buffy walks in on them, she is going to be livid. It'll be, that, that seems like it'll be a great episode, though. Absolutely. Yeah. 
Um, so then Buffy goes out into the hallway and she goes up to Scott Hope. She's like, Scott, I haven't been fair to you. I've been really wishy-washy. I'm sorry that I've been acting really weird about and the last time we talked. I'm so sorry. Uh, but I would like to go to that Buster Keaton festival with you if you'll still have me. I know I've been acting like a fucking crazy person. And Scott's like, ah, I mean, I, uh, and at this very moment, I thought that Faith had asked Scott out and no, he was hooking up I with Scott. Think, I didn't think that. And he was like, I really got to think about this. And he takes one step away and turns back and goes, all right, I thought about it. I'd love to go out with you uh, to the Buster Keaton Festival. When are you ready to get picked up? And she's like, I got to go do something with my mom. But after that, I'm free. He's okay, like, right. so you're, you're, you were right. It was this scene that he, she couldn't go immediately. Yeah. yeah. And uh, he's like, all right, great. I will pick you up. And so she is like, okay, cool. She doesn't, oh, she she didn't say, I need to do something with my mom. She's like, I need to do something. But then after that, I'm free. Um, and now we see what the something is that she's doing. She goes to the mansion where Akathla was and where she killed Angel. She's looking around. Oh, the memories. And <laughs> there's so many abandoned completely inhabitable places yeah, absolutely <laughs> this mansion animal. is beautiful <laughs> like yeah <laughs> so she goes up she has the clotter ring she looks at it puts it down on the ground and she's like this is my goodbye to angel i'm giving up on him uh that part of my life is over i'll never see him again he's never coming back I don't want to <laughs> hold out hope that he will come back. Yeah. So I'm leaving this here. Goodbye, Angel. She leaves. And then it's a close up on the clotter ring as Buffy's leaving. And then it fades to black. And then the clotter ring starts glowing. And then the clotter ring starts shaking. And then all this crazy music starts happening. And then you hear like a. Yeah. And Angel has been brought back. He is completely nude. <laughs> and he looks up and he is back, baby. <laughs> and then the song Power of Love plays. Oh, is it really? <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> I don't know. I always miss out on the songs no, or something. No, it's just like, so he, is he back because she put the ring there? I have no like we don't fucking know. idea. I did. I, my prediction for this episode was that we would see him in like a hell in thing. Hell. Yeah. And that's what I kind of thought we had the first angel dream that Buffy uh -huh. had. Because Buffy's dreams haven't had the gang watching them. Yeah. And it was more told from like Angel's perspective. So I was mm -hmm. like, oh, maybe this is Angel living in this like weird hell nightmare where he scene. like can't touch get, buffy get, yeah, but he has to keep reliving stuff yeah so the I life that, that he can't like, have yeah um but now he's just back and i feel really bad for scott oh yeah <laughs> scott <laughs> this I is mean, an ex-boyfriend that you do not want to have to deal with scott has to be a recurring character because he has his own wikipedia page like if i he okay. has like a blue i could click on a link to a page about scott hope that's the term now I've heard. Like, if someone's a blue link. You oh, know? okay. Like, if you're I will know link, that for. for... Uh, I think it's for like, uh, for more like celebrities, parents, and stuff on IMDb. 
Like mm. if if they list your parents and your parents have a, a blue link for a hyperlink, that means like your parents are also someone. Okay. Um, so you call them a blue link. Okay. Um, yeah. And that's the episode. That's it for Faith, Hope, and Trick. There is a lot of victory lap stuff here for Vance. Vance correctly predicted Buffy would be back within three episodes of this season. She's yeah. back in school. Her he, not in school is like pointless. Like, of course, yeah. she's going to be back in school. He predicted that the Kendra death would unleash a new slayer onto town. Uh, boom. Just simple Faith math. arrived. Simple Faith math. has arrived. Still think Kendra's done dirty. They just replaced Ken- her with a white slayer. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> like, did they, they did, not like the actress? Did they? They need. I, I have to say, they did Kendra dirty with saddling her with that accent. They gave her an, they gave her an impossible accent to do for yep. no reason. She can yep. just like this one's not even from another country. Yeah. Who like, knows where she she's have, from? Yeah. Like, why did she have to be? Why did Kendra have to have that accent? And like, and all the other slayers seem to be like fr- not well to do. Like Kendra yeah. was stowing away to fly across the country. Yeah. This girl's living in like $15 motels. Like yeah, it seems like Faith is from like a trailer park or something. Yeah. But she's American. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, or no, she might be from wherever Gators are because she was fighting Gators. Maybe oh, you're right. The, maybe the Bayou. The Bayou. Yeah, New Orleans. Uh, New Orleans. Yeah. Without, Fight. but they, if she's from New Orleans and they didn't make her do a bad New Orleans accent, then yeah. that's messed up, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, like, well, she has they, like a Brooklyn accent or something. Yeah, she has like, some kind of accent, yeah, not an accent where you're fighting Gators. Yeah, that's true. Um, but it does, like, didn't it make it seem like she's a world traveling slayer and she's only been slaying for three months? True. Yeah. We'll see. We'll, we'll get into this, but we'll we'll defend you, Kendra. For yeah, we'll I'll defend Kendra kidding. for forever. Yeah, that was death capable. scene yeah. was so pathetic. It was yeah. embarrassing. I mean, if you're going to go out, go out like a champ, you know? Yeah. Um. Yeah, and there was a third thing I feel like you predicted, but I can't remember exactly what it, it was. Maybe it was just of, Angel coming kind back. Kind of Angel coming back. I thought Angel But we all back. knew Angel was coming back. I, yeah. yeah. Like, he's on the poster for the season. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, but yeah, that's I did, that. With the title, it was like Faith, Hope, and Trick. And I wrote down, like, what was the trick? And then I realized it's Giles' trick that he did. Or Mr. Um, trick. Mr. Trick? It could yeah. be Mr. Trick, yeah. Because it's gotcha, Faith. Gotcha, Faith yeah. is the new Slayer. Hope is Scott Hope. And Trick is oh, Mr. Gotcha. Trick. Yeah. Boom. Nice. So that's Faith, Hope, and Trick, everybody. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, rate and review. Subscribe. All that jazz. Apple Podcasts. Spotify. Wherever you get podcasts. Uh, Instagram page is at Boys Watching Buffy. Uh, you want to write in? Boys Watching Buffy at gmail.com. And join the Discord. Look up Boys Watching Buffy. It's in the show notes. Uh, it's been pretty banging uh, lately. It's been active. Yeah. Uh, and stay tuned. What's the next episode here? It's called Beauty and the Beasts. What do you got? Oh, predictor. Um, they kept calling uh, uh, Conquistos a beast a lot in this last one, but he's uh, he had a giant steak shove through him so he's gone uh beauty and the beast is gonna be uh it's angel it's, it's gotta be the angel coming back and uh he's the beauty and he was fighting the beasts in hell i guess yeah i don't know what the beast would be exactly i mean he's the beast right oh yeah or is but yeah he's i mean he's is a spike vampire, coming but... back now 
<laughs> Spike's like, oh, Angel's back. I guess I'll come back and get cucked some more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Um, um, Beauty and the Beasts. Uh, maybe this is some faith fallout about her past or like maybe we learn more about faith's history and story and like that's her past demons or something are the beasts and she's the beauty do you think we'll see faith every like episode she's a blue link i know i'm saying i'm saying you think we'll like go episodes where she's not around and then she'll just be around or do you think no i think she's you think think she's she's a regular you think she's a regular until she dies she's on the poster for season three that's who okay. the oh, remember the I one. told you there's yeah. like a mystery brunette lady. Yeah. She's on the poster, so she's around. Oh, so she's the poster one. I thought there's still another actress that I know is in the show. <laughs> Let me look at this poster. Yeah, I mean it looks exactly like yeah, it, yeah. it is her. She's yeah. holding okay. a stake in it. Interesting. Interesting That's decision. The season three DVD cover. She's yeah. holding a stake on it. Interesting decision to have a full time third second slayer. Yeah, that'd be I mean it's pretty cool. I mean, and Giles yeah. does say uh, he's going to be looking after her, so she's going to be around. Why is he getting the short stick if he's watching two Slayers? <sighs> there has to be another watcher that comes in and be like, I'm sorry, you can't do this. You're maybe not it's, qualified. Maybe it's like, hey, you have to do your job of watching over Buffy, all right? <laughs> and that's why he hasn't been able to go? Because yeah. it seems like he's knowledgeable about what goes on there. Like, yeah. I don't know. But he does make it seem like he's never been invited. So like, it'd be nice to be invited one time. I'm like, wait, so you've been doing the, like, it's amazing that the Watcher convention is invite only. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. And not all of the Watchers are invited. Yeah. Like, hey, wouldn't you want all of us to get together and share all of our information and get to know each other before we all die brutally at the hands of some demon? <laughs> Do you remember that? There's a robot chicken sketch about E.T. and like how on his mm. home planet E.T. is like a dumbass and they yeah. all just bully him. They send him to Earth like get this dumbass out of here. And then he returns back and they're like, what the fuck are you doing back? <laughs> Maybe that's Giles to the watchers. <laughs> yeah, He's like the dumbass. They like don't respect him at all. Yeah. You're like, oh, other watchers actually. Well, other watchers train Kendra, Kendra pretty well. That's true. But Kendra I think he, was a killing machine until she had to defend more than one person. But it's more IQ and not EQ for those guys. Yeah. Jow's got some EQ. All right. Well, that's it for this episode, everybody. Thanks again for listening and stay tuned for next episode when we talk about Beauty and the Beasts. That went very well. Don't you think that went very well? He didn't try to slit our throats or anything. It's progress.